Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm Victoria Chancha. Join me as we chat with young Italian wine people shaking up the wine scene. We're going to geek out on a grape or grape fam and then hear about all the wild wine things our guests have been up to, from vineyard experiments to their favorite wine bars. Hello, everyone. It's time again for a little bit of uh, The Next Generation podcast. You're tuning in. I'm happy to have you. And we are still here doing some lovely interviews in the midst of the Vinitaly Marathon, and it is exciting, exciting time to be alive. I actually, I love seeing Verona so overflowing with people. Probably read my bio. I am from North Jersey, which is known for one thing, traffic. That means a lot of people. No, I don't like traffic. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm used to chaos. I lived in New York for a while. I mean, Verona is a busy city, but it's New York. We don't need to explain that animal. So it's nice. And today we're going to finish talking about the Greco group, the second main grape in that group that you should know. And if you haven't been tuning in, go back to the last couple episodes and we talk about Greco. All the juiciness from the Italian wine Unplugged 2.0 book. If I haven't said that already a million times, you got to get it. Honestly, this book is giant and full of all the juicy grape details you need. And I'm learning with you guys, to be honest, because let's be real. Who has time to read a whole book, even during your job? But it's great because it's so surprising, exciting. And that's why I'm in this industry. And that's why you're listening to me. I hope because you're excited about wine. Yeah. <laughs> so and besides Greco today, we have the wonderful via student Valentin on the pod. He's in the studio today. We are going to chat with him about all his wine things. He's from Slovenia, which is not far from Italia. We'll get into that. So first, Greco Bianco. So like I said, reiterating this a million, 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 million times. Greco Bianco is a grape in the Greco group. Varieties in the Greco group are unrelated. That's why it's not a family. So Greco Bianco. It's not Greco. So it's not the same grape that's in Greco di Tufo. It is Greco Bianco. So again, the first word in the book says confusion abounds when trying to sift through the story of Greco Bianco. Confusion is the name of the game of Greco. Sorry. It's not always Greek. It's not Greek to me. Moving on. Uh, Greco Bianco is the name of a grape variety with many misleading synonyms and false friends. But Greco di Bianco is the name of a DOC in Calabria responsible for making ripe, honeyed, air-dried wines from the Greco Bianco grape. So we're in Calabria now. Okay? Greco di Tufo is in Campania. Separate, separate, separate. Keep it out of your mind. Kick Greco di Tufo out of your mind right now if you're thinking about it. We're in Greco Bianco land. So great. Moving on. So also known as Greco di Gerace, see, I don't know that. Greco Bianco has been proven to be the same grape as Malvasia di Lipari or Malvasia di Sardegna and other Malvasia named grapes, although once again, the grape varieties in question have very different morphologic appearances and give very different wines, making it difficult for many to accept that they truly are one in the same grape, despite what the DNA tests show. So you just had your whole head spin there with me is that Greco Bianco is actually similar to three or more Malvasia varieties, okay? So 
digest that. So moving on, additional confusion stems from the fact that the National Registry has not yet recognized this relationship and still maintains a separate entry for Malas Yadilipari, and perhaps not reasonably, given that the two grapes and wines have nothing to do with each other. So remember, DNA, there's one thing in Italy, there's DNA that says something, and then it's what the grape growers and the winemakers say. <laughs> because culture is deep in Italy, as we know. And if you know something and you feel it in your heart, and honestly, in its tradition, you're not going to want to call something Malvasia, especially if it's from some other part of the country that you have no relationship with. So, you know, it's not surprising. And I, I, I stick by it. So lastly, just to let you know, Greco Bianco di Ciro is not the same as Greco Bianco, but rather the same as another Calabrian variety called Guardavale as our Greco Bianco di Lamezia Terme and Greco Bianco di Donici. See, I'm really learning right now. Another imposter, Greco Bianco di Rogliano, sometimes called Greco Bianco di Coscienza, is actually the grape called Pecorello. And lastly, Greco Bianco di Polino is identical to Montonico Bianco. So I think you should go back and listen to that five times over, because essentially, Greco Bianco is not related to most other Greco Biancos in Calabria. And I think it's time to start our interview with the loveliest Valentin. And ciao, Valentin. Welcome to the next generation. How's life? How are you feeling? Honestly, I, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Your fate will be in an hour. <laughs> is it an hour or yeah, two? Yeah, it's 3.06. Oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're tensions the, rising, you know. Yeah, because you're in Negroni time right now, so really. No, I, I just had the Negroni to to <laughs> to lower a bit the tension. Was that your first time doing the Via program? No, actually, it's my second. Ah, so it's higher the tension. Uh, yeah. It imagine the intensity this morning. I was like, come on, what's gonna be? Where where's it gonna go? Uh, did I study enough? You know, you, you come with, with, with an, an idea or maybe with, with an impression where it can go, but you never know. You never know. And then it's also Italian wine where there's so many crazy details. And I was telling a group because I did Via and I failed, as everyone knows now on this podcast. And I will take it again. I will be in your place. No, maybe but kudos for that, you know, because it's like, go for it. It's yeah. But it's an insanely hard test. And I made a joke to a couple other students yesterday that I remember on the test, they asked us about someone named Meredith. And I will never, I don't even remember what the reference was, but me and my group were like, we got out of the exam and I was like, who the hell is Meredith? And they all started laughing. Like, I had no idea who she was. I'm like, is it like a winemaker's, you know, mistress? Is it like, you know, <laughs> you're like, I don't know. Like, I never knew... So that's like the, I think that is a perfect example of how like. Yeah, this is what you can expect to be asked. Like, you know, it's expect anything. Anything. It can be anything. I know. And I think, I mean, it's the beauty and the bane of the exam. And then also of Italian wine is it's like, there's, it's beautiful how much there is. And then it's like a bane where you're like put to, whenever you're like tested on it, you're like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, uh. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, really, that, that's the beauty of Italian wine. Mm -hmm. There is so much to it in all, in all directions. It's so beautiful and, and, and at the same time so, like, frightening mm -hmm. because there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and it's immensity and it's yeah. like, I mean, it keeps you awake and on your feet uh, and it 
I mean, it brings you to very beautiful places like Verona. Yes. Maybe not Verona Fiera because this is more industrial. Okay, but there's there's nice <laughs> places around Verona, so you know. Yeah, and you, and you the people work. are nice, and you guys are amazing. So, oh, you know. thank you. <laughs> thank we try, you, honestly. <laughs> we really try. <laughs> we are we're like little soldiers running around trying to make this all happen because you know we had the Via, and then next we have Five Star, and then we have Opera Wine, and then Vinitaly, which is the real tsunami that just crashes yes. down and is like, yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. You know, you guys are really doing the all an amazing job. Thank honestly. you. It means a lot. Um, is Negroni your like drink of choice? Uh, well, cocktail. Well, I'm I'm a guy who who here and then likes to experiment on cocktails. Mm. Uh, I, I was also the the guy who on the finals of the Sommelier Championship of Slovenia suggested the cocktail, and it was a Negroni. Really? Over something they were asking me like just a cocktail or no? I said you know I presented two a wine and a cocktail. It's mm -hmm. up to you. I suggest both because of these 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 and these. So. You know, and Negroni was born in Italy, so it, it's again keeping yes. it keeping it lo local, Italian. Exactly. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So, my deepest, sincerest apologies. I didn't let you have the floor to explain you. Oh, it's good to be No, I'm a who is Valentin? Guy. So, I know that you are from Slovenia, yeah, right? A small country just close to Italy. Yes, you're That's neighbors it. with Italy. Um, what's your wine story? Well, huh? Yeah, well. I grew up uh, with a small vineyard. Uh, we made just enough wine to drink it by ourselves. Uh, obviously, I was not drinking it when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, but I was making it. So I have some experience with that. And uh, this is basically, this was my first contact with wine. Um, then, honestly, I was not drinking up until when I was 20 or something. Then I went, uh, I went to, I said, okay, th th this world of wine, it's always intriguing what's happening. You know, I was watching some movies uh, like this is this and this from this and this vintage. Like, you know, I was like, whoa, whoa okay. How, how, how he can tell that. Mm -hmm. And this is what drove me to, 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 to start learning about wine, honestly. Oh, that's, a, yeah. that's so beautiful. So did you. Do you know which grapes you were working with when you're like helping your family make wine? I, I can imagine, honestly, because they were planted by my grandfather who didn't know what he was planting, honestly. Knows, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, especially in Slovenia where you're allowed to have whatever you yeah. want for own consumption. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we made uh, two barriques per year. Oh, wow. And this is what it lasted for a, for a year and something, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And it was a mix. Uh, I think we had some, uh, honestly, I think we had some glara in it, some ribolla, uh, and uh, there was some malvasia also. So, you know, we were keeping it yeah. <laughs> close to the... <laughs> were you able to detect yeah. all those? No, 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 no. When I was <laughs> a kid, it was just like, why do I need to get up so early to go and pick this wine i would like so much to sleep just a little bit longer yeah and then <laughs> when you're an adult you're like if only i could just be in a vineyard isolated from yeah. everyone picking yeah, grapes. Yeah, yeah just leave me alone <laughs> just you leave know, me, me and my, myself yeah. me and my vineyard, me and my vineyard. <laughs> i will wake up at five i don't care yeah, yeah yeah i think i think like i mean that's a whole other topic but i think it's so funny how when as you get older you like come more closely to your inner child and those little things that make you so happy. Yeah. And like for me, moving to Italy, um, I used to come to Italy every summer since I was very little. 
And it's crazy how like there's very like simple things, especially foods that give me like, like I can literally eat like pizza rosa or like a pizzetta, like in anywhere I can be doing nothing all day, but I eat that in the nostalgia, well, nostalgia, like in the good sense, like in the, like the memories. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I am fine. If I could just read and eat this all day. Yeah, but, but, Great. but th <laughs> there is something with Italy. Just everything tastes better. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, you know, can you I know, I know what you mean. Yeah? It's something in the air. I think it's because like food is such a social act here. Yeah. And even if you are eating alone, you're like part of this kind of, you're part of this environment. This is changed. So it, it sucks you in. It, oh, yeah. yeah. Especially. It's, yeah. But it is different. I will say from like my experience, because I, Italy is so regional and even more so to the provincial, the town mm -hmm. level. It is really different where you go. I wouldn't say in like a good or bad way. I would just say in the way things feel. But it does always taste better, I will say. Okay. <laughs> but I think it, it's very, like, it tastes better, but in different ways. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But still, it, it tastes better than <laughs> your home country, too. Yes. You know? It's when you're home, you're home. But you, you usually, mm -hmm. I, I'm speaking from my point of view. Yeah. Of you course. Know? Yeah. And I see it, you know, salsa tastes better from, you know, when I was coming from, if I go to Italy, mm -hmm. salsa is better than eating it where I live now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it has something to do, of course, with the connections you had with your child memories yes. and all of that. But there is something more to it. I think there is a zing with Italian stuff that just keeps on driving you somewhere, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, ah. Yeah, no, you're right. It's inspirational. And I think that bit of like Italian, like the hedonism that's in, it's like so definitive of this country. It's like, it's in everything. And I, especially with the food, because I, you know, you're right. And for me, I think it's like when you're sitting in, you know, actually a perfect example of this for me is eating like pizza Napoletana mm -hmm. is like, there's some Neapolitan pizzas in Italy that aren't great. No. However, when you're like seated in a in 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 one of the spots in Italy and like, you know, it's super, you know, you know, nonchalant, cool, you have a Peroni, a beer or something, even if you've had better Neapolitan pizza in New York or wherever, it still like weirdly tastes better. Like it's not the taste, it's like the entire thing where you're just and and also it's it's much more affordable than New York's Neapolitan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like fifteen uh dollars for you know whatever. Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local food, and taking in the scenery. Now back to the show. But that's how I or feel something. about it. Because I was thinking about this last night. Like, we ordered pizza, me and my uh, housemates. And it was, like, fine. Like, it, it was, like, pretty mediocre Neapolitan pizza. But, like, something about all of us, like, top speaking in Italian, sitting in this, like, our table and, like, you know, just, I was, like, this pizza's yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, just bring memories after last year's exam, you know. I oh. went for pizza just behind the corner. Oh, I don't want to. But there's, there's a good place here. Oh, a Saporito. Uh, I, I don't the remember. One. No, no, or, or to, to the other side. Wait, so you walk so you out, go, you go you left go, or right? When you exit uh, Verona Fiere, yeah. you go left to the crossroad. Mm -hmm. And right after the, the, the traffic sign, you, you turn left. Mm -hmm. And it's like a couple of hundred meters and you're there. So, but hmm. 
nothing as compared to the pizza I had in uh, Salerno a uh-huh. couple of months ago. There is a guy, uh, it's Carminuccio. The guy, uh, he died a couple of years ago, but the, the, the mayor of Naples came to give him respects on, on the, yeah, it's an amazing pizza. And, and you know, that, that's purely the southern way of, you know, you go there, you get like, you know, your number is uh, 30-something, there is plastic chair, plastic table, they give you whatever you have, like a gazoza or, 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 or a beer or something with a plastic uh, cup. When you call, you just come and grab your pizza. And, and mm-hmm. the pizza came not on a plate. It came on this uh, oiled paper. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so you just grab the paper. Mm-hmm. No, 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 nothing. You know, it's, you just ate it by hand. But the taste was amazing. Well, it's you're like, in you know. Salerno. Like, first of all, the, the land there. I mean, you have, that's an area of uh, Italy where you have, like, every all the best things you have amazing tomatoes you have them in seafood mm-hmm. you have the mozzarella di bufala i yes. have like so my first like real boyfriend his family was from the province of salerno oh nice so i have like these crazy fond memories we we went a few times to visit his family and it's actually so funny i'm so happy i'm telling this whole podcast but, <laughs> so, see where we're going yeah, now, know, know, exactly yeah. and so <laughs> the town was right near battipaglia which battipaglia is really famous for mozzarella di bufala yeah so like his uncle would like give us the mozzarella di bufala like fresh which was first great thing second was at night there's this pub in town and it was like an irish themed pub like you know with all dark wood but you're in the middle of like Salerno, like the province, like middle, like in the mountains, you know, yeah, practically. In the middle of nowhere, but exactly. yeah, with, and with you're a like lot in, of people around. And you're in there and you're like, am I in Ireland? And then obviously the guy opens his mouth and it's straight up the dialect. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I am definitely somewhere in Salerno. And then he's like, it's pizza place there. And and my um, boyfriend at the time was like, the pizza's so good here. And I was like, I, I was so mentally confused because I was like, right now I'm inside this pub that like looks like kind of Ireland, but I'm in Salerno. Okay. And I ordered, it was so good. And I was just like, this is Italy. Like, this is like really Italy where it's like every like, you know, stereotype people think it's like not really like, you know, what we see on Instagram and what people put out there is like so over like, you know, like romanticized. Mm-hmm. But no, the real Italy is like, you're going to not understand half of the things the guy is saying to you at the fair. Yeah. It might- has to be half <laughs> sgarbato. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> and then you're they're gonna you're going to be in and watching like Italians maybe drinking Guinness near you. And you're going to be yeah. like, what? And then you have a green Why? Yeah, pizza. Yeah. And you're just like, what's going all, on? All sorts of no. <laughs> yeah, no. But then you eat the pizza and you're like, yes. <laughs> I agree with you. Totally. But that's the beautiful part of, you know, that, that mm-hmm. that's the, you know, uh, the, the French have this savoir fire. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, we, we need to find a, a term in also for Italian, savoir fare, <laughs> sapere fare. Yes. Per dire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, we do have the uh, la dolce far niente. La dolce far niente, yeah. Si, but is, but it's not because, you know, far niente means doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has. It's a bit. It has that kind of could be seen as negative in a way. Yeah. Like that kind of manana attitude yeah, that people like yeah. to say about Southern Europe. Uh, and I, I, so I like it. I feel like Dolce Far Niente for me is something in the summer in Italy. Yeah. It's like Miana Latino oh, yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not doing anything. Yeah. But during the, you know, the regular, you know, work days, I think, you know, we do need to find that because, you know, Italy's a modern country. You know, people are like, I think people sometimes forget, especially 
they they think like, oh, the Italians are always aperitivo. They're always doing this. And I'm like, no, people like have like normal lives. Like they, you know, and like, yeah, sure. There is that integral part. Like after there is more that relax, like you're mm-hmm. saying, but we do need to find a phrase that like brings it all together. Yeah. But this, this dolce, dolce, dolce fare maybe or something like yeah. that, you know. I still think even even if you say like you know people just think of aperitivo I, I, in Italy I think that aperitivo is still something you you still tend to do something on the aperitivo it's not just about the aperitivo exactly you know you 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 I, I look at Italians they are social they meet they speak they do actually I think the majority of the things are done over an aperitivo exactly yeah? no no you're right I think and which is really great not to bring this in but like similarly in like korean culture and chinese like a yeah. business yeah. is often conducted with food and events and things and you find that here in italy i mean i think and it's it's so funny is like when i think of lunch in like especially in a place like rome if you're in certain neighborhoods where like it's a weekday and then you go to lunch you see all the businessmen they're all sitting together having their meetings or they're doing something like i mean because it's never like just a lunch you know what no, i mean it's, it's never it's <laughs> never just a lunch And even if they don't look like they're like maybe doing anything, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so you're absolutely right. It's true. But I have to think about the phrasing. Maybe at the end of this podcast, we'll <laughs> we will see. You know, a Slovenian guy saying, you know, some stuff like. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the Slovenian guy's like, I'm going to give the right phrase for Italian culture. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not me. <laughs> no. So what do you do now in the wine world? What is your... I'm the commercial coordinator at a company who is importing and distributing wine in mm. Slovenia. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And is, have you been doing that for a while? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been in the wine business for now a couple of years. Uh, and uh, I joined the company, honestly, December last year. So I'm, 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 I'm a, a fresh year. Oh. <laughs> I say that. But uh, still, I mean, I, I love it. I, I love it. We we have uh, we have a company from uh, Sicily which we are distributing very amazingly, honestly. Ooh. And I love Sicilian. You know, Sicilia is amazing. Ah, yeah. I know. And the the next big thing about Italian wine, you know, especially mm. because of the TV series and all of that. Oh, White Lotus. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'm watching it. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're watching <laughs> yeah, it now. I'm following it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you finish it? Not yet. No. Oh my gosh! No, I was studying now for BIA. Come on, oh. you know. Uh, hopefully, I had to pass an All exam. All right, fine, yeah. fine, fine. That is a valid yeah. excuse. Yeah, you know, my apologies if I didn't watch it. Everything, but, you know, <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going to Sicily honestly end of April, and and I will go to Planeta. So I'm really looking forward to this. Fine. I met I met the guys there, amazing team. <laughs> honestly, I met them in Paris, so it was like. Oh, you're like, yeah, we are in Paris. We are speak, uh, We can speak in Italian. You know, I can speak Italian. And we're like, oh, yeah, oh, no problem. Like better than French? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, better. Absolutely. <laughs> I, w- I can't. I w- would totally try to speak French on this podcast, but that would be no, a lost cause for me. it's tricky. No, no, no. No, we'll leave no, French. No, This no. is the Italian wine podcast, thank God. No, let's play French. We don't know how to speak French. Yeah, I'm, I don't need to pretend <laughs> I cannot speak French. No, no, but, you, know, you know how they play. I'm French. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So. Yeah, let's... <laughs> so where, uh, which planeta are you going to visit? There's a couple. Yeah, no, I'm going to the main estate. Okay. So Etna straight away. 
and then we do the we we, we are gonna actually I, I was really happy this year because uh, my wife said also we are going in april no need to like focus on beaches and all though she's a sommelier but she's uh, she's like you know i i need to escape from wine mm-hmm. here and there she loves wine also uh, but we said okay i was happy because she said we are just gonna rent a car and cruise through all of uh, the island so i'm like yes 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 oh yes <laughs> so i'm looking forward you know i'm looking forward to visiting etna i want to go to, to the whole unesco protected sites mm-hmm. and all of that i want to go also to marsala because one of my really fond memories is going way, way, way back. My father was a pastry chef. Oh. He was one of the best pastry chefs in our old republic named Yugoslavia. Maybe you have heard yes, something yes, about I... that. And and he was doing tiramisu with Marsala Dolce. So, you know, I I, oh. I, I still know that the, the original recipe actually calls for Marsala Dolce. Yes. Yeah? So... And this is something I'm really, really like, yes, we have to go to Marsala. And even though it's it's kind of fallen from memory now, mm-hmm. but but the wines are amazing. And, yeah. and I was so happy yesterday to have uh, Marsala on the panel. I was like, yes. So that's like your memory. <laughs> that, that's way. my, that's you know, the, the, the memory that keeps, keeps bringing me yeah. back to childhood. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. And you're so lucky that you were able to eat that tiramisu growing up. Of course. <laughs> you're spoiled. <laughs> no, uh, you know, the, the fun part is, I mean, fun. When my dad was working, it was like, you know, I, I live all time in between candies and sweets. I, I don't want to eat sweet. Mm-hmm. Which now, obviously, I, you know, I, I gained a couple of, of uh, Michelin uh, uh, <laughs> circles around my belly. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to phrase it. I gained a couple of Michelin stars. No, uh, no, no, circles, circles. It was not stars. Just, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. I mean, especially in Italy. Like, um, even though, I mean, no, there's dessert everywhere. But Sicily. Sicily. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. No, there is a, they, they find excuse to, to, to have something sweet all the time. And, and it's a great excuse. It's never something you should turn down. Yeah, but come you know on. What I mean? Pistacchio or, or cannoli. What? Cannoli. Cannoli. But what What do you mean? Like, that's all there is? Or? No, there's more. Oh, there's a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more, but, you know, that that's that's like, you know, I, I would go for that, but everything else, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, th- yeah. I thought you were just saying there is just cannoli. And I was no, like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Like, no, 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 there's more. <laughs> but, you know, th- there is something with this pastry, which is which is gritty, and, and you know, mm-hmm. and, and then you have this cream in it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the thing, you know, the, the opposite, you know, mm-hmm. you have this like creamy, oily, something interwining with, with, with crispiness. And yes, it's, it's you know where I'm going. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, uh, it's like, no, I'm just inviting you for a cannoli somewhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're here. No, I, saw, I, I actually saw the cannolis like two hours ago. And they were like this big, which is too much for. Yeah. Where in Italy? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I just like <laughs> they are huge. Mm. <laughs> I was like, whoa, no, <laughs> no. You know, it's like eating this one would be like no, uh, just 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 hibernation for three days. I you know, know? <laughs> I know. And it's so funny because like I, the one, well, Sicily they have them in different sizes, but yeah. they just are so much down there because you use it like sheep's milk ricotta, and it's like so like luscious and perfect, and they fill it on the spot. But then here, a lot of times you see them pre-filled. Yeah, yeah, it's like so. uh, half of the Romans. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But um, actually, funny story about uh, cannoli was when I was leaving Teromina, 
Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we were in Catania in the airport. I was with a group and one of her friends was like, I'm going to get us all cannoli from the place. And in my head, I was like, I'm going to eat a cannoli in an airport. And it was so good. I was like, I was like, I, my whole brain just Effing, blew up. Yeah. Like, I was like, I can get a great cannoli <laughs> yeah. in the airport. I was like, yeah. I love Sicily. Never let me leave. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is what I'm looking really forward to in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm selling wine. Where are the yeah. cannoli? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cannoli and pasito. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. What a life, man. Yeah. Well, imagine now the Michelin guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. See, so you have Michelin see the, cannoli. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a huge one, you know, like the... <laughs> the Italy-sized cannoli. <laughs> yeah. Well, Valentina, it was so lovely to have you on the podcast. And I wish you the best of luck in the next couple of minutes of finding your... Oh, well, we'll <laughs> when you When you do hear this yeah. podcast, you'll be over no, whatever feelings we're, we're, come yeah. next. <laughs> <laughs> You're always welcome, Verona. And... Thank you again for being here with me. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure being here. It's amazing. As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me every Sunday on the Italian Wine Podcast. Available anywhere you can get your pods.